Welcome to Talks, a bunch of, well, talks with builders that have things to say about DAOs, Web3, their life, and uh, other things. Today I'm talking to Anna and Igor from XDAO. Based in Moscow, Igor is the co-founder of XDAO and Anna is the CMO. Together, they're figuring out how to manage money on the blockchain, especially investors' money. While exploring Web3, they found out that there was a gap in financial management tools for DAOs. What was needed was something that on one side was more advanced and on the other, and at the same time, simpler to use. So they build it. Excel is in the middle. Um, it's a multi-chain DAO builder tool for financial management of funds, NFTs, and gaming guilds. We're talking about that, how the DAO combats voter apathy and the future of crypto regulations in Russia and a bunch of more things, obviously. First, however, I have to make, again, a statement requested by our lawyers. Here it comes. The information this podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. It is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other advice. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple or Google or any other platform, consider heading over to talk.dalhas.com. That is talk.dalhas.com. Um, you're getting the exact same podcast that you listen to now, plus an interactive transcript and uh, links to topics, sites, and people. And more talks on this. Let's jump in. Hey, Anna. Hey, Igor. How are the two of you? <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for invitation, Tim. Uh, my name is Anna. I'm a chief marketing officer and uh, at Excel. And this is Igor. He's a CTO, our brain of this project. And yes, we are happy to <laughs> to be here and to discuss our our team, our XDAO, DAOs and generals, and thank you for my, very much. Very cool, very cool. So before we go into the backstory and, you know, I want to hear a bit more about your personal stories and how you got involved in Web3 and in DAOs specifically, um, let's jump right in. Um, the big question I have for you is, I think the project was started, I would guess, in late 2020, because I think you had a first launch in early 21. Is that correct? Uh, we started our journey at the end of 2020. So at the start of 2021, we released our first version and we won Binance Machine Hackathon. After this, we won Hacker Hackathon and we started and we start working on the second version, our vision of this market. So we did a lot of deep research, deep, mar deep market research. We saw this uh, evolution in the DeFi space. So we have to realize our vision in, in this space. And we started working on second version. We released it in Q3 2021. And now we are live with more than $70 million TVL. Very cool. Very cool. So. Let's go back to the beginnings. And when you guys said, hey, we're going to build a DAO framework or a DAO tool or however you label it, um, 
I guess back then there was uh, existent, there was uh, Moloch was there, um, Colony was there, Aragon had been for a while. What made you think that there is or there was space to come up with another DAO framework? What was the fundamental problem that you saw and see has not been or had not been addressed when you started? Our goal is to cover these uh, use cases that uh, can be covered by existing DAO builders. So if you want to create a community, for example, community DAO is a club without uh, any financial decisions. So, uh, you, have, you have to choose a more simple, simpler version of DAO builder on the market right now without ever looking on XDAO. So there is a lot of opportunities. But when you want to create a fund, a venture fund, hedge fund, or trust uh, trust management fund, you have to have a powerful tool and use the right tool for a job. And uh, we, we we took a look on existing DAO builders and we saw these problems in financial management on the first side. So we created a financial management tool. So we call it DAO builder, but uh, it's... Exactly, this is a fund builder for fund management and for NFT funds, for gaming guilds, for project money management. And um, okay, we, we are a part of this market and we just uh, show our vision of this problem. So uh, imagine you have Agnosis Safe, which is basically a multi-seek wallet and you have uh, Aragon. This is basically a very, very complica complicated, uh, comprehensive tool for DAO building with many, many options. And we are just in the middle, but we are not so difficult to understand, but we are not so easy to... to, to be powerful enough. Be powerful enough, yes, to, to do everything that is needed for, for, especially for investment funds. All right, so um, let me try if I can mirror this back to you if I understand it right. Um, you 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 wanted to provide functionality that is more advanced than a simple multi-sig like genosis you didn't want to bring in you know the more from your perspective uh, complicated user experience from using something like aragon and provide something that is useful yet comprehensive and easy to use focusing specifically in the financial management market initially. Is that, would that be a fair summary? Yeah, and uh, maybe let's talk about our killer features just to make things clear. So our killer features are the main driver why we deployed this, this product to, to mainnet. So first of all, we are a multi-chain DAO builder. So you don't have to, to get inside these frames of existing blockchains. You can choose any blockchain that we support. And right now we support 12 blockchains, but we will support more in the future. These are primarily EVM blockchains in our roadmap. So that's it. The first, uh, the first killer feature is multi-chain support. So you can invest your funds on a launchpad on any blockchain. You can uh, farm your funds on any DeFi yield farming service on any blockchain we support, and that's it. The second killer feature here is any DeFi connection uh, opportunity. So if you if you are a hedge fund and you work with DeFi services like, Uni, like Uniswap, SushiSwap, PancakeSwap, or maybe you're a trust management fund that invests your money in Launchpad, you have to have uh, some sort of connection just to just to connect to any DeFi service as you connected 
from the downside. So if you have a private key, you can insert it in a MetaMask wallet and you can connect to any DeFi service from your side, from the private side. But uh, what is the problem? You want to be connected from the DAO side to, to simulate transactions from the DAO side and convert it to a voting system. So we, we developed this product and we called it XDAO Connect with a simple and a very safe way to connect to any device service that supports a wallet connect connection. So you can connect to any device service using connect button without any without providing private key from your personal wallet without installing any additional software. So you can even use it on mobile phone. The third killer feature here is a modular system. So this is something like Gnosis Save the Diac if you know it. So uh, our modules are permitted contracts that can execute any arbitrary logic from the DAO side. What does it mean? You can you can create, you can improve your experience as a DAO manager with any algorithmic way. And uh, we don't just create a framework that uh, allows you to connect a module that you developed by your hands. We are uh, modules, uh, we have a modules marketplace where you can buy a module for our XDAO token. So we have this strong utility function for a token. Any developer can, can earn some money by, by selling his module, it's his or her modules on our marketplace. And in this way, you, you don't just sell a shit coin. You sell a financial instrument, so you improve DAO functionality and you earn money from it. And the fourth killer feature here is separation between GTM and LP. Uh, okay, uh, the, let's call it uh, the fourth killer feature. <laughs> Uh, this is more detailed about DAO management. So if you create a hedge fund, you, you want to have a group of people that you call managers and a group of people that we call investors. So we have the separation in uh, rights to use a DAO. Managers have uh, GT, governance tokens. So we, we have a voting power in this DAO and uh, investors have LP liquidity provider tokens. So we have a money share in this DAO and they can claim a share in this DAO at any time by burning their LPs. I think that's it. Yes, because once in November, Aaron Wright, uh, the founder of the law and uh, very, very known person in the DAO space uh, say that it is it, it will bring a lot of opportunities for the DAO if we separate these two types of organization, governance organization and uh, financial management. So basically we separated it and uh, we are playing around with these opportunities because um, sometimes people, uh, some people used to think that one token can do all utility function it can be it can be uh, used for governance it can be tradable but in fact it is not convenient and uh, we want to bring this idea that we can separate these two subjects and in and we uh, basically we we fight with the problem of voting apathy because the, the more people holding the token, the more people uh, should vote. But in, in fact, we can finally uh, never bring the decision done. So 
when only particular people will have an opportunity to vote, for example, people who, um, who will be representatives on the community, maybe it, it will be 10 people or 50 people, it, it will be even less than, than a thousand of people in the community. So this Very is good. our approach. Is this, is this, would this go along, like, is, would this be similar, if I got it right, this would be similar to what in Moloch Dao would be shares and loot. So you have financial participation and do you guys have a, um, an ability to rage quit for users and, you know, pull out the funds? So I guess it's similar, right, to shares and loot in, in Moloch. Um, two and then version three it is also becoming a token okay very good i i, I understand it makes makes a lot of sense um i'm i'm very curious and i'm going over the other features which i really like and find is interesting uh, in terms of connecting to the DeFi tools and so on I, I think that's good i would love you to talk a little bit about this multi-chain approach okay because you mentioned that first and it seems to be something that's um sticking out um, uh, particularly there, because I could imagine, especially given your focus on financial um, organizations to somehow phrase it more broadly, is that um, if I'm setting up a you know small community or club, then running on a single chain and having your own token and you know managing two, three other tokens uh, in your treasury is likely more than enough. But I do obviously see the need if I'm uh, institution and I'm investing across different chains, the need to have this cross-chain functionality. So can you explain a little bit more how this actually works? So if I'm setting up a DAO, then you know, do I have to actually decide on one chain or by setting it up, I can just switch between the chains or is the treasury enabled to allow to manage cross-chains or is there one, do I need to decide on one native chain. So certain things like voting or other applications and functionalities already run on this chain, but you can control others. Can you can you explain your general approach? You can also you know go a, bit, a little bit more technical on this because I think that is a very um, interesting aspect. Cross-chain concept right now is not is not very cool on the market. So we are talking about multi-chain support, not cross-chain. If you want to vote on one blockchain and you and you want to execute this decision on another blockchain, so you need to transfer all the funds to another blockchain. You need to transfer all the shares to another blockchain, and uh, this is not very convenient. We talk about multi-chain support. So what is it? You can create a copy of your DAO on any blockchain and make decisions on the right blockchain to, to reach your goals. So for example, if you're a pool with a trust management fund, a pool, but uh, want to invest its funds to a launchpad, you can just search for launchpad on a particular blockchain. For example, maybe Cielo. <laughs> Do you know any DAO builder on the Cielo? We are a DAO builder on the Cielo. You can, you can just go to, to a Cielo blockchain, create a DAO on a Cielo, create a pool, crowdfunding pool on XDAO, collect the funds and invest them just in the right place on the Cielo. And that's it. That is a multi-chain. Very good. Um, what did this technically involve? Like how, why are the other, why is this not a support or not a feature that is common in the other, um, you know, treasury features and so on of the existing frameworks? Where's, where's the innovative part that you did? Where was the hard work? So 
we, we don't think uh, that uh, this is a very difficult problem, but I think uh, these services are not so flexible in this way. So we are a very powerful team of developers and we are very flexible. We can we, we can solve any problem and uh, we just solve this opportunity. We can go to any chain that we want. We just uh, write to these uh, chains about co common marketing campaign or something. And we just deploy our copy of our project on any blockchain. So we have a pretty cool website architecture. We can add any blockchain on the front end in simple steps. So that's it. We just see an opportunity and uh, I can't answer your question why others don't do so. Very clear, very good. So tell me something, how did you two end up or your team end up, you know, maybe Igor starting and then Anna, uh, how did you end up being in Web3? Like, is this your first startup in the Web3 space or is it your first startup, you know, project in general or you know, what's, what's the background? What led you into the space? So I'm a professional mathematician and I started this uh, adult life as a math man. But uh, soon I realized that uh, I just uh, love to develop things. I just love coding. And I started my startup in, in Web2 world. But uh, soon I realized that I have a lot of barriers, a lot of hedges in this Web2, in this not so cool Web2 world. In IT startup in way, a lot of uh, com competitors, uh, very hard to create a marketing or something. And uh, I started my journey in uh, Web3 world. So we met at the blockchain conference with the current CEO of XDAO and uh, we just saw each, uh, we, we just saw in each other eyes and uh, we just started create XDAO on the next day after meeting. So at what conference did you meet? Where, where did you meet? Uh, at the blockchain conference. It was in, uh, in Moscow. Yeah, it was in Moscow, blockchain life. <laughs> that's it. A blockchain in when? In 2020? Uh, 2020. Wow. That's 2020. We, uh, we met in 2020. That's it. Okay. And since then, you have... Um, good, I can ask today. And Anna, when did you join? Uh, I joined in 2021, in like in March, like this. Uh, so I, I have a background in uh, marketing, but basically I'm also a volunteer and I like an angel stuff. Uh, yes, I, I found that DAO can, can bring something to the, to the community of his uh, non-financial non initiatives. And also I like this idea of, um, how to say, community power, not uh, like uh, structural hierarchy. And um, yes, I, I, I immediately agreed to join the team because it was basically my first experience in Web3 and I have a lot of to, to, to learn. Yes, I was in, in 2020, I also learned about DeFi and stuff, and it, it was a big journey before I realized that yes, I'm in XDAO and I can I can bring my ideas to life in this company, in this project, in this startup. Very cool. And by now, you're a team of nine. You said you got the office in Moscow. Is the um, I know that you have one a few hackathons like you've gotten some grants have you guys raised money already from professional investors are you doing around or how are you financing yourself right now 
we have uh, nine people offline in office, but our team is uh, 30, 30 people. So we started this project on our own funds, something like Presid. So right now we are closing our investment round and we just uh, we just searching for better opportunities. <clears throat> so we are at the progress of uh, seed round, seed strategic and private round. So basically, okay. yes, we started we started with our own funds because uh, people wanted to see we, what we can do together because it's important uh, for 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 the foundations also. And we started we show our our progress. Our TBL is growing, and this is maybe the the the, the, the biggest um, milestone we can achieve and show for investors and for the people who who didn't believe us or want to believe in us and um, now yes we are at the private round stage we are closing three rounds and at the same time and we also um, we also bring more people who want to create a DAO at the same time so we we close in round and we working with DAO to bring build the communities and without even closing round we have more than 700 DAOs on our platform for example, uh, DeepDAO has uh, only 100 DAO in indexing, but we have 700 DAO in, uh, well, in, uh, on our platform, and we have more than $70 million on TVL. That's very good. That's very good. Um, what are you currently looking for? So for anyone that is watching this, um, this interview, um, who do you want to call out to? Are you looking for developers? Are you looking for, you know, people who want to set up DAOs and what kind of DAOs specifically are you looking for partners? What are you looking for most actively? What's going to help you to grow? Most actively, we are looking for partners and uh, clients right now. So on the one side, we we want to have a lot of use cases on our platform. Right now, we have strong partnerships with our clients that created DAO for solid use cases, something like hedge funds, investment funds, and um, uh, game game guilds the five protocols connect also also connected to our platform so we're looking for solid partnerships for a common campaign marketing campaign program and right now we are with uh, cgu for example uh, cgu the, is the biggest gaming guild in the world and uh, it created and this guild created DAO on our platform so we have common marketing campaign right now that's it very good so Given this and you know activities and um, you're obviously in Moscow, I, I need to ask, where do you think the crypto regulation in Russia is going to go over the next few weeks and over the rest of the year? Um, I mean, it's I think it's interesting that you guys are running investment DAOs and right now it seems like investment is going to be good, payments is not going to be better. What's your opinion? What do you think is going to happen in, in Russia in relationship to, to crypto? And, and of course, as a pro product developers, we are waiting for regulation because this um, first step to create a lot of liquidity on the DeFi market. So I think uh, it, it's not so fast. It's not so fast process, but uh, in some in general, this is very cool opportunity for us. So we will not have uh, these uh, small frames uh, for our growing. We will have all the market in the world 
growth to grow. So regulation is very cool. Yes, and actually we will be happy to participate in um, in 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 building laws, building the legal legal entities around the DAO subject. And yes, if uh, if they will be opportunity to take part in it, we definitely will participate. And yes, why why not? It's cool. Same, something like something like uh, DAO legalization process to convert the DAO to LLC limited. So we we are working on it too, and uh, we have uh, clients uh, that already registered their DAOs okay. as an LLC in Wyoming, uh, as an example. And, and um, what country do you think is, or when you're looking at this, you know, synergies as registering as LLCs? Um, registering where, what do you think is going to be the predominant jurisdiction and where is the opportunity to do that? Because there's obviously different, you know, opportunities popping up on the radar and, you know, things are permanently changing, but what's your perspective here where, you know, what, 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 what would you recommend today when you have customers go like, yeah, you know, we, we have the DAO, want to do the DAO, what do you think is the best jurisdiction to, to do that? Uh, right now, it's very hard to predict where the market will go, but uh, right now we, we can see some, some sort of uh, DAO regulation in Wyoming, in the United States, in uh, Switzerland, Marshall and, and uh, on the small islands that, uh, that always use, been used for your business, for third-party business, something like offshore. Uh, so ma as, uh, as you can see on the news, Marshall Islands are uh, legalized uh, the DAO space, so you can register your DAO in on Marshall Islands. But okay, it's easy to register your DAO, but uh, you also have to have some sort of process to work with this DAO to create contracts to to process payments and other things. So it, it's very hard to answer your question, and uh, you need to have you need to to have a lot of research to find an answer for this thing. Thanks to our community, we have uh, not not a lot of them, but um, several use cases, how to register a DAO in, in Wyoming, for example. We also communicate with lawyers uh, from USA who, who ad advise us uh, in different subject of uh, specification of USA law and yes we have we see that it is it won't be an easy way but if we did it once we will be we will we will establish a strong institution uh, and we we want to do it definitely. from from the from the uh, how many DAOs do you have it's like 300 and something on your platform so far Seven hundred and something. Yes, uh, we can we can check in June analysis. No, no, at just, least BSC. Yes, the seven hundred from all the DAOs that are currently on the platform. Um, which ones do you um, consider? Um, would you would you name not just possibly because they're the biggest names and they're most convenient for you because you know that as part of your marketing. But when you look at, you know, three of your customers that are doing an outstanding job in leveraging DAOs to actually build a business, you know, so it doesn't need to be the largest, but what, what DAO examples do you have where you go like, look, 
these guys are doing an incredible job. They've grown like crazy. They've really, really taken advantage of, you know, the Web3 edge. They're not just, you know, replicating what they had there and staying there, but they're really, they're doing, they're changing the game. What, what DAOs are there? What would you name? Let's talk about incredible use cases of XDAO. So uh, the first one here is uh, the biggest uh, gaming guild. They have a lot of players, more than 5,000 players from uh, South Southeast Asia. So they play in a lot of uh, game five games, in, in three games, as I know. So that's it. Very big and very cool gaming guild. The second one here is in, in fun platform. It is a peer-to-peer exchange for influencers and uh, projects. So if you're a project, you can register on this uh, decentralized exchange where you can meet an influencer for your thoughts. And uh, they completely moved the token and the project ownership to a DAO created on XDAO. So we have common marketing campaign right now. And the third one here is in hedge funds. So we have a lot of incredible, awesome hedge funds that farm their funds on uh, yield farming platforms. So uh, launch pads, investing and uh, yield farming. Uh, these are very cool use cases. And this, this, this is... And basically considering, for example, in farm platform that uh, Igor already mentioned, uh, they minted uh, 51 NFT that will represent uh, one, one um, one percent, one percent in in voting uh, in the in the in, in the governance. Yes, one percent in the governance. And this is a use case how to use NFTs in your project. Just simply co connect uh, your NFTs to your GT token and your your. So you're an investor and you're a voter in these DAOs. And, and also you have a bonuses like additional bonuses that will provide and farm in, in in their platform and also i like the a, a little but not very big but um very cozy DeFi projects that uh, um, build uh, local communities um, like let's say in italy in spain in, in this spain community and um, they use our xdao platform I mean, in 100%, because they uh, create their own module on Solidity. They implement it to their DeFi project. I can't say that this is a big players, but they really, really dived into XDAO subject and create dividend module for all, all token holders and do very interesting stuff. Then if we, they have uh, some some value received in the DAO treasury, they will immediately go uh, send it to the pancake swap, for example, yes, for, for your farming. And this is automatization that they do themselves because they want to do it. We provide automatization in, in general terms that we that we definitely know will be used uh, for for a lot of people and but for for specific case they they do it is themselves themselves and this is this is amazing <laughs> no exactly that's what i was looking for this kind of cases this is um this is really interesting abstracting from this and a little bit forward looking when you guys look forward and say hey you know 20 uh, 22, 23, 24, 25, look two, three years um, forward. What are the 
um, most exciting, um, you know, kind of things on the horizon for Web3 in general that, you know, you're kind of waiting for very anxiously and go like, oh, you know, when this is launching or when this is happening or when this is changing, this is going to be very important for all of us. And what are, you know, maybe similarly, what do you think are the big breakthroughs for DAOs in your space that you kind of looking for, you know, like when DAOs could be able to do this or that, what would be, you know, this would be the game changers. Igor, you know, what is a game changer? <laughs> this is, um, this is, uh, of course, when uh, DeFi protocols will get rid of uh, signatures. And uh, I suppose, uh, Igor, you can... Yeah, when you want to connect uh, to any DeFi service from the DAO side, you have to sign some sort of message about terms and conditions and other things. And this is uh, just a stop, uh, stop step to uh, interact with the uh, DeFi service from the DAO side. So the first step here to evolve this market is to get rid of this sign message, uh, pro pro some message proposals for smart contracts connection. So the first thing here, but this is just a joke. <laughs> the, the global trend here, so we just want to grow enough. We want to have a lot of TVL, a lot of cool use cases, a lot of clients, a lot of DAO uh, created on our platform. But um, in the uh, device space, we, we are just in a race to create some some kind of modules to efficient to efficiently use your cap your funds so what is the yield farming this is just a capital optimization efficient capital optimization strategies and uh, when we talk about uh, defi evolving we just talk about uh, these apys or something and uh, there will be a lot of cool defi models on the market about about cool spot prices on the decentralized exchanges, cool APYs for farming, and uh, of course, a cool functionality for DAOs. So uh, when we talk about our project, we will create a lot of modules and a lot of opportunities to engage uh, new managers to create their own funds. We will, we will create some sort of automated blockchain accounting. So what, what is a DAO? DAO is an accounting service, and you can use it to, uh, to cheaply and fairly distribute your funds among your investors. So this is a, this is a state of a financial part of the pie in the next years. But uh, there will be a lot of new opportunities in the metaverse uh, sphere or in GIFI sphere. So it's not, it's not only about finance, it's about entertainment. And uh, this is a very, very, very big part very big part of our life so very important part of our life and uh, we don't have to forget about it i think that's it and of course legalization <laughs> very 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 good very um, interesting and then uh, uh, a perspective on on on, on where you um, guys see this heading um kind of like a final question to not block you all day um, you know, I, I always find this curious and, you know, last, last year I spent some time in Africa and I saw the things that are, were going on there um, from everything that is, when people look at it from, you know, the scams going on on the exchanges and rug pulls and, you know, all of that stuff. And um, 
then I get to talk to a lot of people that, you know, look at the utopian side of Web3 and how it's going to change the world and, you know, how we're all going to be in a better place. And um, then there's a lot of people that look at it, you know, and with the discussions and, you know, involvement of, you know, existing powers and governments in, you know, blockchain that we all going to end up in this dystopian future where, you know, every transaction we do is going to be controlled and regulated and monitored, you know, by, by the governments. Where do you think we're going to end up? Do you, do you think we're going to end up in this happy new place? Do you think we're going to end up in something that's all government regulated or monitored? Um, wh where's it, where's it going to go? So right now we have only optimistic predictions for markets. So because this is a, just a healthy evolution of money. So cryptocurrency is not a strange beast. Uh, this is just a part of uh, money evolution in this way. And uh, when we talk about um, standard money evolution, we have uh, some sort of volatile active, vo volatile uh, assets like uh, Bitcoin right now and uh, some sort of uh, gold uh, ingots in, in, uh, in the past. And uh, then we move to stable coins, to exchanges, to leveraged uh, opportunities, something like lending and borrowing. And uh, the DAOs, DAOs here is something like limited in the past. So we have only optimistic predictions in this way, but uh, you, you just need to create a solid, uh, solid model, how to regulate it and to don't kill it. So that's it. Very good. Igor, Anna, I appreciate very much your time. Um, this was really interesting. Um, I love your entrepreneurial spirit and mindset on getting shit done and, you know, looking at what's needed in the market and solving problems. I find that very refreshing. So I very much appreciate your time here. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for invitation. We really like this uh, this topic, the opportunity to talk with you. Really interesting questions. Really, just in 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 the center of our heart. <laughs> yes, Very you good. pointed. So I I suppose we can see next time and discuss anything else, considering those. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Nice to meet you. Thank you for the invitation. So this is a very cool discussion about uh, st state of concept in the five space.